Greetings listeners, before we start the show, I want to make an apology for the sound quality on my end during the show. Yeah, it wasn't that good, but yeah, Thomas gave such a nice overview of Kwapakalki that we didn't want to throw the whole show away because of my bad sound. So apologies for that, but enjoy the show nonetheless. I'm Raymond and I'm here today with Thomas, aka Diomedes, uh, from the UK originally, but living for 10 years in Stockholm and probably known in the IGL because uh, yeah, you're very active on the Discord. Um, uh, yeah, I am pretty. So, uh, hi, welcome. Thank you very much. Nice to, nice to finally meet you, Raymond. Yeah, yeah, likewise, because... Uh, uh, we've been planning this for a while and forgot about all about it and then planned it again uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to talk yeah, well, about uh, QK. Yes, yeah, QK are, um, well, they're, they're one of those sort of slightly forgotten factions. It's appropriate that we forgot yeah. uh, for a period of time. Um, yeah, but uh, I guess we'll get into that. But I, I can give you a little bit about myself, if you like, before yes. we start. Yes, um, uh, what got as, you into the hobby? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as as you said, I'm from the UK originally. So, my first hobby uh, exposure was as a very young boy to Games Workshop, naturally, um, to Warhammer and Warhammer Forty Thousand. As you do and, in Britain, um, yeah. As you do, yeah. I mean, it's obviously very, very common. Um, and yeah, I was in that for uh, many, many years up until uh, twenty twenty, actually, when I. Uh, discovered well i discovered infinity a little earlier than that but i finally made the jump to get into it uh-huh. uh, i'd been a big hobbyist for a long time painting and and uh and uh converting models mm-hmm. um, and i never really had wherever i lived in the uk i never really had any any local scene to play with um it wasn't until i moved to sweden and um like you do as a hobbyist you move or you go to a new place and you find the local uh games workshop store uh, which I did, and made some friends there and started playing and realized that I don't actually l- like these games. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing messing around with these models for a really long time. Uh, but actually, when it came to playing the games, um, I was like, this is not this is not fun. Uh, I need something else. And uh, yeah, N4 had just dropped, and I thought, let's, let's have a look at that. And um, the rest is sort of history. I sold all of my games workshop models uh and bought uh, into infinity yes i uh, started on hack islam uh in mm-hmm. vanilla uh bought and sold like loads of <laughs> loads of you know you're new into the game and everything's exciting and you go oh, i'm gonna get this and i get that and i went into steel phalanx and i went into toha and i went into something else something else and it's so easy uh, to get into something else with uh, infinity of, of course of course yeah and so um I said to myself at one point, I thought, this is a, this is a little silly. Um, 
and actually the faction that I really like is Hack Islam and in fact what I really like to focus on is Kapu Kalki because well they they were some of the first models I bought I bought mm -hmm. a bunch of second-hand uh, Infinity models and in that lot of, I said you know I'm into Hack Islam and my local uh, war corps, uh, Tumas, who's been on this show before, shout yes. out to Tumas, he's a great guy, uh, he, uh, he pointed me towards a guy who was selling off his Hak Islam collection, and, uh, and it had in it a couple of Azrael, uh, which we'll talk about later, very mm -hmm. important unit for Kapukalki, and some Sekban and a few other pieces, and I didn't know what they were, of course, but I thought these models are super cool, uh, and whatever they are, I want to play them, yeah. and... Uh, yeah, and so I've always, despite getting loads of different factions, I've always come back to Hack and back to Capricalki specifically. Yeah, um, yeah so, somehow one of you, I, I've collected everything and ended up with Ariadna as my main. So, mm. yeah, I can understand that, yeah, something that picks up the look, feel, play, that 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 will end up your favorite. Yeah. Yeah, and it's that weird thing of, you know, I, I find in in hobby in general, um, not not just infinity, but some there's something strange happens. You get this kind of almost love at first sight for a particular mm. thing. Yeah, if it be a model or a faction or a, you know something in it just grabs you, and you just can't you can't put it down. You try so many different things, and you always come back to this one thing. Um, and that that's definitely been me on this one. Even yeah. though we, as we will get into, Capricalki are not the strongest sectorial. Certainly in Hakislam, probably one of the weakest sectorals in the game, or that's debatable. But um, but even so, I still love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a weird course of events because you came in in 2020. I've been in a, a long, long while, even to a point where QK got new on the scene. That that was mm. like the first, one of the first sectorials that that came uh, came about. Yeah. Um, and in that time, Kapukalki was a faction where new things were introduced, like the Haris. Like we mm. all, we like now it's substandard for 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 any sectorial. But in that uh, in that time, it was a, a new thing. And mixing teams was also the first thing that happened in Kapukalki, where you could put other units into a link team or a, a Haris. Mm. So. They were the, the the new kid on the block. They were they they were the ones that uh, all the things we now see as standard are were tried out yeah. for, for the first time. Yeah, and you you'll see that as we go through, you'll see that that is still a lot of that is still the case. They're very flexible in the fire team composition, um, but uh, yeah, they have lost some of that some of that <laughs> new shine, I guess. Uh, and as you say, everybody can have Harry's fire teams now. Fire teams now, yeah. so. It's not uh, not so so special for them anymore. No, no. QK is now the the old man on the on the on the <laughs> side of the road saying, "Back in my day, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> we had Jan Jans which kept their uh, their irregular order after they jumped." <laughs> yeah. Oh God, don't, don't get me started on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's some units like also like the the Jambazan, which was the well the the main MSV unit uh, of oh. its day, and now it's been oh, sh yeah uh, over overshadowed by the Mokhtar. It's like oh, yeah, yeah. this is the, like the old old feel of 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 Infinity, like the the the, the golden days uh, <laughs> kind of thing with with uh, Kapukalki. Yeah, they definitely they definitely feel, um, and it's it's interesting you raise the Mukhtar um, 
as a as a comparison with the Jambazan because they they definitely feel like um, like a step behind. You know, yeah. they they're very on the surface very similar units. The Mukhtar Red Fury and the Jambazan with HMG. So it's like one Sir guy's got the better weapon. They both got MSV two, but and they're only like six points or five or six points difference between the two of them. Yeah. But the but the Mukhtar brings so much more to the table in terms of capability. Yeah. Um, that's not to say Jambazan are bad. They have no. some have some real nice things, but you can see the difference. You can see how the game has changed and the way they make the units has changed uh, when you make those kind of comparisons. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get fully into Kapukalki then. Uh, yeah. What's uh, uh, yeah the, the the general thoughts on them besides being the, the old man on the <laughs> well <laughs> on the side of the okay. Road. So Kapukalki, they are uh, as you say, they're an old uh, faction. And uh, their kind of their story, uh, their kind of fluff thing is Kapukalki is supposed to mean men of the gate uh, in like Ottoman Turkish, and they are the the kind of defenders of uh, of the Hakislam nation and their planet, and specifically the Silk Route, mm -hmm. uh, which is which is how uh, Hakislam has all their their power in in um, the Infinity Universe. Yeah, they have. They produce silk, which helps to make all the L host bodies and cube technology and all this kind of stuff. And makes so the medicine this extraordinary thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. It's part of that identity of hackers being like the the doxa faction is that yeah. they have this amazing biomedical science industry, and it all rests on silk. And silk is guarded, or the the roots that carry silk is guarded by Kapukalki. That's the right. That's the idea. Um, but they are also um, sort of underfunded, is this, I guess you would say, as, a, as an organization. They don't have enough resources to cover the whole of the routes, so they hire mercenaries. Mm -hmm. And um, they, were, they were probably the first, or one of the first sectorial, certainly, that used a, a lot of mercenaries, but was still part of like a main faction. Yeah, um, yeah. Also, the, 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 they broke this, yeah, now we have mercenaries everywhere. And, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Last episode, I made a last intervention episode about them, which yeah. will uh, air after after or before uh, this episode, hmm. uh, about them being now everywhere. But there was a time where Kapukalki was one of the first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you again, you can see that. You, you look at the list of units that they have, and it's like, wow, this is quite a wide range, and they've got some interesting stuff. Um, you know, they have Druze, for example, which are only really in Druze, <laughs> their mm -hmm. own faction. Um, and yeah, that that kind of that kind of flavor is is sort of mixed throughout the the sectorial. So you have this these sort of two sides of the of the story, yeah. which is you have all these mercenaries that they hire uh, to kind of fill out the ranks, but they're also a really important organization for Hak Islam. Yeah, and so they they have some really potent units as well. Just you know, in their own uh, sort of uh, faction. Yeah, they're, um, they're spread around across the whole trade route of Silk, so they have all exactly. sorts of privateers uh, exactly. to keep the road open. Yeah, so they have this kind of this kind of strange mix of like they use pirates uh, yeah. <laughs> explicitly using like uh, you know, privateers, Yang. buccaneers. But no, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It has this? We're using these pirates, but they're official, so yeah, they're, yeah, they're totally legal. Yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not bad at least they're not bad when they work for us no. <laughs> um and yeah so it's kind of a cool it's cool flavor it's cool interesting kind of way i mean it's one of the reasons that that kind of kept me locked into kapukalki is is this background they have 
a slightly somewhat elite flavor for the Hackerslam units. Yeah. And then have these other guys that come in and, and yeah, I, I just kind of like the idea of, uh, of, I don't know, pirates is fun. <laughs> so <laughs> why not, why not be that? Yeah, those so, are the old pirates and and mercenaries and uh, uh, yeah, that that yeah. that pulls you in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's their background anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the the way they play on the table is different from other Hackerslam uh, sectorials. I mean, actually, the good thing about Hackerslam is all their sectorials are quite different from each other. Yeah, you know, yeah. Assassin Baram with the fides and sneaking around, and you have. Uh, Ram Task Force with their super soldiers. Uh, Kapukalki has their uh, mercenaries, I guess you would say, is their kind of uh, identifying feature, along with a few a few sneaky tricks. They use a lot of uh, hollow mask, yep. and uh, and they have uh, one or two very very probably some of the one of the most punchiest units in the entire game uh, in the Azrael, which we'll obviously get to later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there, uh, there might not be a, a, a unit in the game that hits as hard as the Azrael does, um, <laughs> but yeah, we can we can talk about that later. So, uh, but their their play is you've got to be a little bit sneaky insofar as you have to. It's not sneaky like the like the Hassassins. It's more like I want to make my opponent think I have something I don't, yeah. or make them think that that this unit is weak when it's actually strong, or that. Or the, or the or the actually usually actually the reverse, which is to think that this this Harry's here is really powerful, has loads of big guns. Actually, maybe it only has one gun. Uh, maybe it has. It looks like it has a bunch of specialists. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it has no specialists. Yeah. Um, so there's a oh, there's, there's, there's one uh, Gulam that I can hit on the corner. Oh no, it's uh, a yeah, it's exactly. a Hafsa with a heavy rocket launcher. Now I'm eating. Yeah. Oh, maybe eating yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Exactly right, and and the Hafsa, which you mentioned, we'll we'll get into them as well because they're kind of also central to the to the identity of the of the faction. Yeah, because they're, they're the main hollow mask uh, unit, uh, and they go everywhere, and they can fit in with anybody, and it makes again makes the the faction quite flexible. Um, but um, which we'll talk a bit more about is that they are also quite fragile because you have to use these hollow mask units a lot. Um, it means that, that they're, they're not actually very tough in their own right. They can appear to be tough, yeah. but they aren't especially tough or good at anything. So, um, yeah, you have to sort of try to play a little bit of mind games with your opponent. Um, but if they if they work you out, if they yeah. figure out what you're doing, then you're probably going to be in trouble, uh, or at least you could be. Um, if, they, if they've seen Kapukaki before or they know how to react to these things. Fortunately, it's not a very popular faction, so a lot of people I've played against, they look at the table and go, oh... Um, it's not Assassins, it's not Rama, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. There's a guy <laughs> over there with an enormous gun, uh, and the rest of the faction, I don't know what they do. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. We can make use of this old equipment, because nobody yeah. expects it. <laughs> oh, very nice. So, uh, what? yeah, what is, is good in... Uh, the good, the good of Capricalki. The, uh, the good, they have a few uh, good, like, you know, unambiguously, these are the good guys. They're the ones you want in your list. You pick them almost all the time. Um, yeah, I would say the number one, it's debatable. I mean, other other Capricalki players might disagree, but 
Uh, I think the Azrael is probably your number one unit. Mm -hmm. It's a very cool uh, model. Uh, there yeah. is two different uh, versions. You have the AP-HMG and the uh, Feuerbach. Uh, they're both, both on a Silhouette 5 uh, sort of chassis, heavy armor, two wounds. Chunky uh, boys, yeah. Chunky love, guy. They're really chunky-looking chunky models. They yeah. look very cool if you, like, if you like the kind of heavy armor aesthetic of... Uh, of of Infinity, which you should if you're listening to this podcast. Also, again, one of the first S5 units you could get in the game. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, they're very they're very cool. Um, yeah. And they're out of print, which is sad. Yeah, that is that is quite sad. It's, <laughs> it's kind of strange, because they compared to some of the other Capricalfi models, like Sekban and Odalisks, which are quite old-looking nowadays, Yeah, the Asriel is a very modern-looking model. It looks yeah. the part. It, looks, it, fits, it would fit into any any modern table of infinity but yeah they don't unfortunately produce it currently yeah. I, I got both and i'm happy with them but when i saw they were out of print i was like well i i i, I would i would see this one getting into the hands of other people they're so amazing looking yeah so, they are they look they're so nice they, and chunk <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it was one of the ones uh as i said before when i got my first sort of collection of, of hackers on models and i got the foyer back model and it just looks cool the guy it looks like he's Doing what the unit profile says he does, yeah. which is blowing lots of stuff up. I'm heavy um, armored and I fire a lot. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the Azrael. They have these heavy weapons, but they also have plus one damage. They also have continuous damage. So they just by themselves punch very hard. Um, they are unfortunately just BS 13, so a no vis mods of any kind to make them more accurate, which is yeah. their main weakness. You know, BS 13 is all right, but. It, you know, it's not going to take down some of the big serious players because, you know, coming against mimetism and things like that, you're you're not going to do very well. However, they do go into uh, Harris teams now, which they never used to. When I first started playing, they were just solo models. And then the fire team changes came around earlier this year. And, um, yeah, they can be in a Harris team, which means you can take your foyerback model, which, uh, oh, it also has plus one burst. So yeah. we're looking at Base three burst and active. You go into a fire team. You got four burst on a fire bar. Yeah. AP double action continuous damage. Yeah, I, I told this one already in my foreign company. Uh, uh, yeah. One where I was hit by a fire bar at full strength with against my uh, uh, my bolt sniper who hits on 19s and I roll a one in a 20. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and God. my my opponent makes all its hits plus he rolls two crits. <laughs> oh so, no! So the DA effect was like, all right, we got like, <laughs> uh, we got like, uh, what did uh, eight eight armor saves to make oh, with God. continuous damage? But the continuous damage wasn't an issue in this situation. Was <laughs> yeah. it wasn't relevant in the end? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so hits like a truck. Really yeah. a great unit to have on the table. Um, and even in ARO now, you can have him in a Harris team. You've got two shots, explosive, continuous, damage 15. Um, so they are really, really useful. I think in most uh, competitive QK lists, you would see uh, yeah. an Azrael Harris because they, they not only can hit so hard, but they become a bit of a bullet magnet as well, which kind of lets you think about other things. Or, yeah. or they kind of make your opponent stay down. They might have a good shooter, but do you really, really want to risk you know, a couple of explosive continuous damage shots, 
yeah, you're probably going to win your face to face if you have some mimetism and stuff. But if you don't, you're dead. Gonna, you're dead. You're dead. It's just <laughs> that's the end. You're done. So um, they are they are really good. The Azrael. Um, usually stick them in a in a Harris with a doctor, and and one other. If you want to go, if you if you're thinking of pushing him up the table, if you're taking maybe the HMG. Then you can take with an Odalisk that we'll get into. They're really good at uh, defending from CC attacks, and they've got uh, shock immune and, and no ending caps. They're fairly tough. Um, and you can take a doctor as well to keep him standing, or a hacker uh, if you want to avoid him being hacked as well. So uh, overall, Asriel, really cool. Yeah. Um, other good units. Then, when you get away from the Asriel, you sort of start to move quite quickly into the mercenary units. I would say one of the other essential picks in any uh, Kapikaki list would be Yan Yans. Yan Yans, yeah. Yeah. I also they, they are super cheap, irregular, but also impetuous. They are one of your main smoke grenade uh, sort of vectors. Good at CC, parachutists, so you can bring them on. Uh, at various different times and booty sometimes it's fun to pick up an HMG which I've done <laughs> on a couple they only have BS10 but if you've come on from the side of the table and you're middle of the table and you, you've got a you know HMG in uh, suppressive fire that's quite amusing yeah but uh, an unexpected HMG um, yeah I mean I think you've probably talked about Yan Yans before in other, in other episodes uh, they're super valuable yeah 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 and uh, well there were there were times before the 15, 15 model cap <laughs> where my uh, general Kapokalki opponent, well, I, I in, in the past, I, I allowed Soldiers of Fortune in the in the ITS events. So mm -hmm. he took three Janjans and then bought another four <laughs> with, uh, with the Soldiers of Fortune. So I had like seven Janjans raining down on his opponent. <laughs> it, uh, especially since you have a time constraint, it was like a whole other turn just to bringing on all his John Yans. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, no, that sounds sort of fun, sort of like some kind of nightmare, actually. But, it's a nightmare. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Just... <laughs> So yeah, we're stopping Yan now. No, we're on the we're on the fourth one. We're just halfway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no. Okay, no, that does sound bad. Actually, no, it's just bad. <laughs> um, but you had yeah, them all so, painted and such, because you can get a lot of young uh the old ones and the new ones. So he had them all. So he's an, uh, an avid collector of young Yans. Yeah, I've also become an avid collector of young Yans. Um, of course, you've got like the fat young Yan who's you can get him in that noodle box thing quite easily, uh -huh, um, yeah. and then there's yeah, there's, there's loads of them, uh, and they're all pretty cool. I quite I quite enjoy them. I, I have a, a similar sort of slightly obsessional collection. I don't um, I don't actually run usually more than two. You can only take three maximum. Mm -hmm. um, two is usually enough. I mean, you start if you obviously you're taking three, that's using a lot of your fifteen slots for yeah. Yeah. models which will die really easily. Um, they can be really deadly. They're more like a surprise, surprise attack thing, or just you kind of smoke throwing guys. So you you start them on the table. They're going to be providing smoke for maybe your jambazans, yeah, which we'll come yeah, to yeah. in a minute, um, or just to you know allow you to advance at the table. Or of course you're bringing them on as parachutists, and and then you know they might survive a round. They might. Yeah, they, they can things. be the cheapest fide ever. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there are eight points yeah. for the most common one, which has double action, close combat weapon, CC 22, Fizz 14. So, yeah. you know, they can do some damage. Um, but yeah, you've got to be a little bit careful. The, the, the temptation, because they're so cheap, to just throw them around. Yeah. But really, they're, they're a really actually quite important piece for your list in terms of mobility, using the smoke, and for, you know, maybe later in the game, turn two, turn three, actually coming and doing something from a yeah. from a uh, combat well combat jump's not so good they only jump on 11 but uh certainly parachutists yeah uh, yeah they're really really good a good uh, I trick like i like them to do is just walk up and just throw smoke uh to cover fire lanes mm. uh especially if you got the jumpers on to fire through mm. um and just uh help the rest of your army get get up the field yeah yeah, absolutely. They're, they're really important for that because the only other smoke you can have is in a Ghulam core yeah. with the Ghulam NCO. And it's a very good unit, but you don't always want to be taking a Ghulam, any Ghulam, frankly. They, they, it's, you can build lists with Ghulam cores and you know lean harder into bigger units, um, which we'll get into, like uh, Scarface and other people like that. Um, but really... You want to be going for, I would say, another, actually a good segue into another good unit for uh, Hackers Life, for Kapokalki, which is yeah. the Jambazan you just mentioned. And the Jambazan and the Yan Yan go together quite well because every man of the Jambazan unit has uh, MSV2. Yeah. Um, which is really great. You can you can shoot everything on 12, <laughs> which is their <laughs> BS uh, skill, um, which is not amazing but it does level the playing field a little bit when you're coming up against, you know, yeah. serious, serious gunfighters with MIM-3 or MIM-6. Um, yeah, it, it's something also a, a leftover, I think. Uh, now, uh, recently, uh, the Blisk skill has gone up higher in in in, mm. uh, in, uh, in Hakislam, if you look at the new Hassassin models. and uh, yeah. uh, But before that, it was also like, yeah, well... Panosi and he has the one with the ballistic skill 14 and we're Hak Islam so we bring the 12. Yeah. Yeah, and 12 is well, it's uh it's pretty average, right? It, yeah. It really only goes down to 11 or 10 on some rare ones like the Yanya. Yeah. Um so yeah, BS12 is not great, so you really want them in a core fire team so you can really benefit from the extra 3 points of uh, BS ability. Um they otherwise are cool. They the arm 3 which is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, terrain total, which is quite useful, especially in the last couple of seasons of ITS. There's been a lot of terrain rules. Yeah, you're somehow um, ending up with plus one inches. Yeah, so the the, the extra one inch is really nice um, on just a four four unit. Like it just adds a little bit of extra oomph. Yeah. And then they're, they're shock immune with regeneration on a thirteen, which is ooh, good. It's good. I'm gonna say it's good. Uh, some might disagree, but in, in the context of Capricalki, it's good. They, um, you know, yeah, it's, they... it's not. I'm also, yeah. You, you now have the healing in, 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 uh, in the in, in the in the tactical phase, yeah. at the end. So it's like you can have a no order cost trying to heal your your dude up and thirteen. Exactly, exactly. More than so, average. You know, yeah, it, thirteen is it's not like mind blowingly good, but it's it's pretty good. Um, and yeah, they're shock immune. So you know, you you maybe you eat an unlucky uh, SMG shot yeah. in midfield, and yeah, you go down, but you're not going to die straight away. And there's a good chance that you'll stand up yeah. without having to spend an order on your doctor. 
um, which they do have a doctor in the unit. You know, if you're taking, I used to, before the fire team changes, I used to run an eight, uh, a Harris of Jampazan. You know, you yeah. take an HMG and a doctor and a hacker, they all have MSV2, they can all do cool stuff. They've got WIP 14, so good doctor, good hacker. Um, it's not so useful now because you want your Azrael in your Harris team. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're good. They're good. Yeah, especially if you look at the sniper, uh, it's on top of something. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to spend orders to get your uh, your uh, your doctor there, uh, and maybe doctor on the 17, or yeah. uh, will you uh, let the Jambazan do it by himself in the tactical phase? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a little bit of extra efficiency in yeah. in uh, in a in a, uh, a medium infantry unit, which. We're, I don't know if you talked about medium infantry as a whole in uh, previous episodes of WIP 12, but um, medium infantry is a big sort of deal in uh, in Capricalki. There's a lot of it, mm -hmm. and there is a certain weakness in medium infantry, I would say, in general, uh, not just for Capricalki, but for all all medium infantry in, in probably in the whole game. So they're always one wound, uh, interesting weapons, interesting loadouts, uh, not typically. Jambazan is unusual in that it's shock immune, but they're yeah. quite expensive. Yeah. The cheapest Jambazan with just a rifle like shotgun is 25 points. Yeah. Up to the, up to the HMG, which is 34 points. And you don't really want to lose a 34-point HMG to a lucky SMG or a lucky, you know, some lucky shot round in an, in an ARO. It's a really... Oh, no, here comes the six-point Taiga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the Taiga obviously is a classic one. It's just a nightmare when you're yeah. coming up against armies like that. You've got to be really careful about your deployment and and how you use your models. Um, if you're running a lot of a lot of uh, medium infantry, which the faction is pushing you in that direction, um, but we'll we'll get around to some of those other units. Um, maybe we can talk about the MI in the sort of bad or the ugly section because that's mm -hmm. the whole of that thing is is a bit of a problem. I, I think personally. Yeah. Um, but anyway, other good stuff. Uh, I would say uh, quite a recent addition. Another, I would say, almost auto pick in in Capricalki is Fiddler. Fiddler, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's great. Um, anybody who gets the field and knows how good she is uh, with her little uh, exploding shotgun bots, and uh, she's extremely fast, good specialist. Uh, strangely, really good in CC if you can get her bots involved. Um, yeah. Plus one burst a CC attack and then more bots, so more attacks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she can get up to four, four <laughs> close combat attacks, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is kind of kind of bonkers. But she's only CC 18, but she's got power CC weapons, so she's minus three to your opponent there, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, she's a pretty essential. Um, and it's a kind of a strange thing, actually, because I sort of, I did play Kapukalki before she was available to them. Mm -hmm. But I can't tell you what they were like without her. She sort of come along and just obliterated all my memories of what they could have would have would have been before because she's just so central to yeah. most of my lists. You know, having any kind of fast specialist is great. So many of the units for Capricalki are four four yeah. in them. So six four is really great. Whip fourteen, running in again, shock immune, no Indian cap, so she's tough. Um, very dodgy. You can dodge on a 15, so she's moving really well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can just suicide her little um, 
jackpots yeah. into any any enemy. Yeah, you might hit them. Maybe you do. Maybe hit them. Maybe you don't with their shotgun, the Vulcan shotgun. Um, but if they get killed, then they just explode. So your your opponents in a really no win situation if you get one close to them. Yeah, I've I've played yeah I've played Kapokalki without her uh, and uh, against armies without her, and I think she takes up a role where before the 15 unit cap you could take more Yanyans, and now you have Fiddler t- who brings like the you can see the Falcon shotgun bots as as mm. a form of warbands you can mm. throw against grenade uh, throw against mines and. Uh, 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 clumped up units just to die, but uh, do Absolutely. more damage while dying. Yeah, yeah. I really, um, I love Fiddler. I, I don't have anything, anything bad to say about her. Really, uh, she's firmly in the good category yeah, yeah, for yeah. for uh, Capricalki. I, w- I wanted uh, to play her in the last uh, uh, local uh, um, uh, tournament that I organized, but we were an uneven lot, so I had to. Uh, Mm. And to uh, bow down and uh, got the new players playing, uh, well, but at least paint. I had F- Fiddler painted just for the occasion. Ah. Oh, what yeah. a shame! What a shame! We should definitely give Capricalki a try uh, yeah. on another occasion because they are they are fun. They they are really uh, an interesting experience. Yeah, uh, especially when you're playing sort of modern modern Infinity as it were. Currently, they are in my army bag and they have not been played. So I will play oh. them before I take them out. Nice. Nice. Um, so yeah, a few more good units, I would say. Um, again, I mentioned earlier we're getting a lot of um, mercenaries cropping up. The Yanyans, Fiddler, are really, really important, and obviously not natively hack Islam units. Um, but also Scarface is another big one yeah. for Capricaki. Uh, He's uh, another one that finds his way into a lot of my lists. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, if you haven't talked about him before, he's really, really good. Um, you have to take him with his sister, Cordelia, but she's an engineer. She's pretty handy yeah. too. Um, and yeah, you've got a whole bunch of different interesting loadouts. Yeah. A lot of AP, APHMG, AP Spitfire with plus one burst, Panzerfaust, uh, rocket launchers, Mark 12s. They're all, they're, they're on different loadouts, but they're all, you know, very useful weapons, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then he brings uh, the other thing, which not a lot of uh, tags do, which is actually pretty good CC. Uh, CC yeah. 22, CC attack minus three, and he's got Berserk. So you can just charge him around the table, just smashing stuff up, shooting and, and hitting in, in you know, one go. Going, so going like like 10 inch to charge something. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. That's wow. Yeah, so he, yeah. yeah. He's he's uh, another important kind of central unit that you can you can rely on for Capricalki. I mean, his BS is not great. Again, it's only thirteen, like the Azrael. It's not uh, you know not stellar really. Um, but he's arm seven, uh, BTS six. He's fairly tough. Yeah. <clears throat> and of course, the three the three structure that most tags get. So yeah, he's really cool. Really cool. Yeah, over time he, he, he well he started out with the MK12, but he got now heavier equipment, heavier yeah. armor. Uh, yeah, the dude has uh, has roided up uh, over the yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> Quite appro- appropriate for Joe Turner. He's uh, yeah. his, sto- his story is like he's hopped up on uh, on like combat stims all the time. So 
Yeah, that's that feels appropriate for him. <laughs> I, I think the profile you're most likely going to take is the AP Spitfire one, uh, which is plus one burst. Yeah, this is plus, insane, yeah. Plus one damage, for obviously, for a tag, and then Pan's Pass and double action CCW. So you want him to be close to your opponent. He doesn't have any flamers or anything like that. He's not doesn't have quite have that self-defense element that a lot yeah. of tags have. Um, but you don't want to be hanging back with him. He's a guy who, you know, maybe you don't use in turn one, but you're hanging back until you can just charge in and just start tearing stuff up. Spend all your orders on just that one guy yeah. and go to town and do as much damage as you can. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I found him out that he's, he's on his best where you just have the whole order pool to spend on him and let him go down in a blaze of glory. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had him punch <laughs> up Yotams. I had him... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and his sister comes along, Engineer, useful. Um, she obviously can't keep up with him as she's just a, a silhouette to 4-4 four, four move. But, you know, she's an Engineer with D-charges. She has Nimitism, minus three as well. Um, so she's, you know, a useful little specialist to, you know, to go and push buttons if you need. Yeah, if that he can was charge the first through, thing that, that, that I saw. Like, it was, like, it they were one of the first actual duos that where she followed him around. Mm. But it's actually in the fire teams, it's not possible anymore, which is a bit of a shame, really. Yeah, she doesn't... Yeah, you're right. I mean, she's not... It's, it's strange you have to take her. She is part of the package. It's yeah. It's Scarface and Cordelia, but you don't... Uh, yeah, they don't, they're not joined in any way. You can, feel, you can deploy them completely apart from each other and they don't have to do anything together. It boggles my mind that they lost that. I don't know why. Maybe it because of the wild one. cards, they think, well, she will be re replaced or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It is a strange one. I mean, it's yeah. um, it, again. I feel like as good as as good as uh, Scarface is, it is a little uh, old. You know, the, also the models are quite old. The Scarface and Cordelia, they look a little dated compared to some of the mum and stuff. Still looks um, awesome though, and I won a painting yeah. competition with him. So that's oh, you did? Oh, nice. Yeah, in in a few years, uh, a lot of years back, but so it's still a bit of a pride and joy of me that I've. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a prize-winning model in yeah, my yeah. collection. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is still a good-looking model. I, I'm not trying to like take away from it. Um, yeah. They, you know, they're both good-looking models, but they look different from the more modern stuff that's been produced in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is a bit strange that they don't they don't come together. But I wonder if it is a little bit of the again how the whole faction is a little bit old fashioned um, in its kind of design um, that they've not kind of you know they've not made them into a duo. Yeah. They've just sort of got left behind a little bit in that way. Maybe yeah. just my my two pence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's most of the good stuff. Um. There's, there's one other unit that I would include, um, but I would also include it in the ugly category as mm -hmm. well. It's kind of good, bad-ish kind of thing, which is the another essential unit for for Kapukalki, and that is the Hafsa. Um, they are well in the in the the background material for them. They are like the officer class of Kapukalki. They're like highly trained, elite leaders of men. You know they they're really brave and smart and they you know they guide their men from the front lines in a sort of tactical mastery kind of way um and they are actually you're gonna basically be taking Hafsa as your lieutenant yeah. uh it's it's 
you can take other ones, but realistically, you don't want to spend a whole lot of points on your lieutenant if you can avoid it. Uh, and the Hafsa is really cheap. You can take a Hafsa lieutenant for 15 points. He has rifle light shotgun, yeah. ballistic skill 12, arm 2, whip 14. So totally average, but he does have hollow mask. Uh, and hollow mask is, as uh, we were talked about before, is like one of the key skills for uh, for Kafakalki. And yes. yeah, you can hide him anywhere as anything that's a silhouette too. So he usually finds his way into a core team, uh, or he can find his way, you know, just be a random, you could have him as a Yan-Yan sitting on the side of the table, pretending to guard an edge, but actually he's your lieutenant way out of the way. No one's going to worry and waste effort to try and kill an eight-point Yan-Yan. Um, or maybe, you know, what I usually do, and I think what most people do if you have a Jambazan core, he just fills out that Jambazan core because the other good thing about Hafsa is that they count as basically relevant you know, they count as the unit for any fire, any uh, Pakistan fire team they're in. So if they're a Jambazan, they count as Jambazan. If they're in a Gulam fire team, they count as Gulam and so on. Um, they can even be in Janissary fire teams. In fact, you, you're definitely going to take them in a Janissary fire yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they, they cheapen any any link that they're in, but they keep it pure. So yeah. you, as I say, the most common one is a Jambazan. So you can have your Jambazan's AP sniper on a rooftop somewhere, uh, and he'll only he'll appear to have five, four other Jambazan with him, but uh, he'll actually only have two other Jambazan, and the rest will be Hafsa hanging out. And maybe one of them will be a surprise he heavy rocket launcher, like you mentioned before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is a scary prospect. Oh, I'm just shooting yeah. one of the mooks at a distance. Oh, no, 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 it's a heavy weapon. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, nice to, it's nice to have a... The, that's one of the other fun loadouts, obviously, is the heavy rocket launcher. You can also take a Spitfire with the Hafsa, uh, and they have a forward observer profile as well. But primarily the heavy rocket launcher is the fun one, because, again, you can be like, oh, this is a rifle-like shotgun guy. Oh, but I'm actually shooting you at HMG range with my core-linked uh, heavy rocket launcher. So they can be pretty <laughs> good. I mean, they... <laughs> say, sorry, say it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 uh I I'm I'm very uh, uh impressed that they by making them uh Hafsa Gulam when they're in the Gulam team and so forth uh that they brought them in uh they modernized the the Hafsa for the current age at least mm. from all the things they kept old and and uh and uh and uh, more feeling that they're part of an earlier edition of uh, Infinity yeah. These one uh, stick out to me as like you know they they made sure it it still works or you make workable fire teams even if you mm. hide things out there. Yeah, they actually really made them quite central to the to yeah. the uh, faction with the with the recent fire team update because before we talked to, well we talked earlier on about like the flexibility of uh, of Kapukalki which we'll oh, we have to touch on a bit more in a sec but before you could make. Before the fire team changes, you could make a, a core team of basically anything. Like you could take a Gulam core team, and you can put in some Sekban and put in something else, and still have the benefits of, of all the you know the um, the fire team benefits up to yeah. up to five members. You can't really do that anymore. It's not quite as flexible. Um, but what allows you to to maintain some element of that flexibility is the Hafsa. Yeah. Um, it's so it's so important to keep costs down in, in what is as we mentioned before like quite expensive um, medium infantry units uh, or expensive heavy infantry uh, with the Janissaries. They're all, I would say, a little bit overcosted. Um, 
but the HAFSA allows you to keep that cost down and, and actually have a, you know, a meaningful sort of uh, shooting game. You, know, you can have a really strong core. You can have, you know, a, a Harris uh, Janissary HMG, for example, and you can keep that cost down. Yeah, um, it's quite it's quite helpful. Yeah, really helpful. For sure, for sure. I sort of wish that they had a bit more um, with them. They're supposed to be these kind of elite commanders. It would be nice if we had some kind of command skill, like. Uh, Counterintelligence. Counterintelligence strategios, or strategos, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that would really just tip them over the edge from a kind of necessary, useful unit to like, okay, I want these guys. I want that lieutenant, not just because it's cheap, but because it's actually bringing me something that, that also fits with their, uh, their background. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the good. Um yeah, that's say, a bit of a short list when I compare uh, it to other. <laughs> well, okay, well, I got. I've got. Okay, I'll give you two more. So, all right, all right. The, the other good one is uh, the Al Hawa unit, which is your really well. It's it's the only camo unit you have in the faction. It's the only uh, infiltrating unit you have in the faction, um, but it's pretty handy. So, and and relatively well priced. You've got the probably the most common one you'll see is the Hawa hacker. Yeah. Boarding shotgun, decharges. Um, it's a, a pretty standard in terms of like that infiltrating kind of camo unit, BS-11, arm one, mimetism minus three, terrain total, uh, infiltration stealth, uh, camo obviously, and surprise attack minus three. So they kind of average in that way. Whip 14 is nice though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes them a, pretty good at pushing buttons and good at hacking. And they're only running up at, like, the, the hacker, the most expensive one, is only 26 points. So it's not, like, it's not going to break the bank in that respect. No. And if you really need to save money, you've got, or save points, rather, you've got Forward Observer uh, Profile, which is, has all the same kit, but it's just not a hacker, uh, for 22 points. So they're pretty pretty handy. And, they again, they'll find their way into most lists, uh, and probably all lists that don't have an exclusion zone, because they are really, you know, if you're pushing a button, they're really yeah. essential. Although I would uh, even take down one hacker for unmasking, even in an exclusion zone, because yeah, yeah it's it, it, it's it, yeah he has the the camouflage, so it uh, helps him get to, get forward, uh, yeah. get towards the objective, and then roll two dice because of its hacking skill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, the hacker is really good. I've had some really good fun with him. Um, you know, sort of you, they. Capricalki, when they come up against you know seriously serious stuff like uh, Sphinx or things like that, there aren't a lot of tools that you've got that are going to really threaten it. Um, you can use your Jambazam, but if if he's coming at you in active turn with his HMG, you're you know you're still yeah. in trouble probably. Yeah. Um, whereas the Alhawa hacker sneak around and uh, you know spotlight, top control, or any of those kind of fun things. Not it's not certainly not foolproof, of course, but it's just another attacking vector you can use. Yeah. Uh, to threaten uh, sort of big, big stompy pieces like that. Yeah, it's the, the, the get into the action type of hacker, which I uh, like. And the, mm. yeah, I'm, I, I was always hoping for like the, you got the the older models, and they they have this these uh, kind of exotic face masks. Um, mm. I was hoping yeah. that they would they would get an update, but uh, they've they've yeah they're out of print now. They are unfortunately yeah yeah, and as you say, they have kind of. 
one of them has like spiky hair. Yeah. It's got a got a little bit of that kind of uh, anime flavor that uh, that yeah. certainly uh, early um, Infinity really has that I like. And uh, yeah, I even there's even a sniper version which is quite unpopular, I would say. <laughs> if you talk to most people, it's somewhat similar to like the Tuareg, hack, uh, Tuareg sniper, um, but slightly less good because less good mimetism and obviously not hidden deployment. But it's that thing where it's a sniper with BS11. So you're like, yeah. oh, okay, um, this isn't super useful to me. And it's a regular sniper rifle, but it has mine layer. So yeah, 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 you're putting down uh, some extra camo in yeah. the in the in the in front. Yeah, and if you want to play a big, you know, heavy a sniper rifle and a mine yeah. layer for a half SWC, it's yeah. twenty-three oh. points. It's yeah, you know, breaking the bank with that one. Just try it out. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, and the model's quite fun. Yeah, it's one of those older ones, but she has like a bag of mines standing at her feet, and a sniper rifle that is like as big as she is. Like it's, yeah. got, this, <laughs> it's got this huge silencer on the end, so it looks uh, it looks really cool. Actually, it's quite fun. Um, and yeah, the mine layer is really useful. If you want to play like a heavy infiltration game, you can take three Al Hawa, and you can also take the Beast Hunter as a recent addition. Yeah. So you can actually fill if you you know if you feel in bold and you want to take two or three snipers, you can fill the midfield with quite a lot of camera markers. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't recommend it as a strategy, but you can definitely do it. Um, but yeah, you I mean taking three three Hawa is quite quite a, a, a normal thing i would say if you want to really if you if pushing buttons is a key part of whatever mission you're on then you take a couple yeah, you of want hackers. The to do it yeah 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 you want the alhawas because they're you know obviously they're starting on the halfway line and you can um you know get stuff done there yeah um in a way that most of the rest of the list can't do you know they're always going to be foot stocking it from the from your own uh, deployment zone yeah yeah so they're good and then probably well, we touched on it before, the sort of fire team flexibility. I would say that's another good thing. Mm -hmm. um, as, as much as it's been a little bit weakened, I'm going to talk about fire team flexibility and just pick on two units that kind of embody that, which is the Setban we touched on before and the Odalisk, which we touched on before. Both of which, um, they didn't really find their way into either of the, any of these three good, bad, or ugly sort of sections by themselves. They, they're perfectly fine. They do an interesting job. But what's really good about them is they can fit into any fire team. So you can yeah. have them in with um, Janissaries or with Druze or Kaplans or Jambazan. You can take one with your Azrael. Um, and they have their own fire team ability, the Kapu Kalki fire team, which is just Odalisks and Setfan. And of course, Hafsa, because they go everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and so they're kind of cool. Like, they're, again, I would say, particularly the um, Sekban is slightly old-fashioned in design. Again, a, a little bit pricey, not too bad. You're looking at BS-13, which is nice, really strong for that for this, for this yeah. faction. Arm-3, BCS-3, uh, Whip-14, as all Hackerslam stuff is. Um, then they come up with Terrain-0G, NCO and a 360 visor. So it's a kind of a strange mix of stuff. You usually, I would say, want NCO on a very attacking piece, and you want yeah. to use that LT order to get your, you know, to give your shooter, or your gunfighter, a bit of extra movement and punch. But in this, every single type of sec gets NCO. So it's a kind of a weird one. 
it sort of doesn't encourage you to take more than one in a strange sort of sense because it's like we only have one LT order. Yeah. Um, but uh, he brings yeah, the it, bonus. He, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but you know, you have a good doctor, boarding shotgun, doctor plus three, like all Sekbanar, and Spitfire profile um, with Shane Colt plus one burst, which is kind of kind of nice. Uh, and then the other notable one is probably the heavy rocket launcher. Yeah. Um, one and a half. Which is a really, FSWC and twenty-one points. 21 points is really nice. Um, as I was saying before, I, I ran those before the fire team changes. And, you know, putting a BS-13 heavy rocket launcher into a core fire team and have it get all the bonuses in a cheap Gulan fire team was really nice for just 21 points. You're yeah. like, okay, I'll take that. And I can use that NCO order if I want. And they are kind of, it's interesting, them, and also gets to the odd least in a second, they all have these 360 visors. So they're really, like, defensive in a weird sort of way. You know, you want them to be... If you're going to use them, you want... Maybe you want one in your Gulam fire team. Okay, you lose the pure bonuses, but you get this unit that cannot be crept up on. You know, if you're yeah. expecting somebody to come along with uh, some kind of infiltrator or something from a parachutist or a, a, um, or a, a combat uh, drop... Yeah, good yeah. luck in getting the rock somewhere where he's not being seen by any of exactly. these 360 visors. Exactly, exactly. So you can take, sometimes what, what I like to do is take, uh, if I'm taking like uh, an Azrael Harris or just any kind of Harris team I want to push up, I'll throw in a Sekban Doctor to give them the extra movement um, with the LT order. Or you have one in your core team where maybe your lieutenant is hiding out and you you know, you know want somebody there to be make sure nobody's going to get the drop on your quite soft core fire team. Yeah. Um, However, you can do the same job with the Odalisks. And the Odalisks are very similar in some respects. They all have access to 360 visor, or you can have Sixth Sense if you want. But they're a bit better when it comes to defense. Less good in BS, BS only 12, Arm 2, BTS 0, so not so great there. But they all have Shock Immunity and No Ending Cap. Yeah. So, if you know, if your guy does jump in with a combat drop or whatever, they're gonna survive that first hit, probably. Well, hopefully, anyway, if they're lucky. Um, you know, if you get something like an exploding combat drop or something like that, there's a better chance that they're gonna still be there uh, when that's uh, when that's all over. Um, and of course, they they can keep shooting back and stuff like that. Probably the most fav favorite uh, profile is is a submachine gun, nano pulser, uh, and flash pulse plus one burst, and multi-pistol, and a para CCW, and they have CC attack minus nine, which is really nice. Yeah. So you're throwing them into a fire team to, to really protect against against uh, close combat uh, sort of monsters. They come with a CC 18, but the CC attack is minus nine, so as much as they all get a minus if anyone's got martial arts, they're throwing such a big minus onto, onto like, you know, a big number. Say you come against something with a CC25, um, it's actually not that big a deal. And no. they're going to be on a similar kind of number when it comes to actually the roll-up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And for 22 points, that's not expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's manageable. It's manageable. But then there's a lot of that, as, as, as sort of trying to point out with this, it's a good thing for the fire team flexibility, but it's a little bit tricky because there's a lot of units that are coming in around that 20 to 30 point range. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, they're not too expensive in their own right, but once you've got half a dozen of them in your list, you start to run out of space pretty quick. 
That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've rambled on a little bit, a little bit too much with the Odalisk, but uh, I do like them. They're good. My personal favorite is probably the Spitfire with a Nano Pulsar and Multi Pistol and a 360 visor. It's 30 points, one SWC, which is pretty cheap for a for a Spitfire. Yeah. Uh, and again, because they have shock immune and no ending cap, they can you know they can take a gunfight. Yeah, it's only BS12. Yeah. They can take they can take an unlucky ARO or whatever and still keep going. And then if you have a doctor along, of course, you can heal them back up. So they're pretty pretty good. Yeah, they're neat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's all my good ones, I think. All right. So then mostly we go into the bad. The bad. Yeah. The bad is actually kind of a short list in a weird sort of way. Um, the number one bad unit, I would say, is the Corregidor Algo Seals. Um, just don't know why they're in there. They're kind of pointless. They're algo seals. They don't do anything special. BS11, whip 13, arm one. You know, everyone knows what the algo seals are. They're, you know, they're, they're a nomad unit. And yeah. there's a few nomad units find their way into Kapukalki because they are a type of mercenary, right? They're, you know, they're, they're yeah, it's, it was a bit of the flavor that, yeah, we used the Corregidorians as, as mercenaries yeah. in, the, in the force. Uh, Kapukalki is mostly, yeah, mostly space-based. Yeah. Uh, so they get the nomads in. Yeah, and you know, there's a little bit of that sort of friendly, friendly yeah. rivalry, if you like, between nomads and Pakistan. Like they're sort of on the same level. So it they fit from a from a sort of fluff perspective. Yeah. But they and again, before the fire team changes, they were kind of cool because you could put one with the the only actually multi sniper rifle that you could get in the faction. Put him into a Gulam Core fire team, and you've got a you know a relatively competent multi sniper rifle if yeah. you really want one. Um, also, you know you can save a few points on like special weapons in a Gulam Core team if you really want uh, an HMG, for example. You take the Alguacil HMG, which is a I think a point or two cheaper. You know you can do little savings like that. Yeah. But that was before. Now it's kind of pointless. You were not going to take the paramedic because you have a doctor already. You're not going to take the grenade launcher because you have one already and it also has a smoke grenade launcher. You're not going to take the hacker because, again, you have a hacker already and it's better. So there's a they're just totally pointless. Again, a little like remnant, I think, of previous design where it seemed like it was a good idea. And, it, you know, it sort of worked fine before when fire teams were slightly different. And now they just are bad, you know. Algos are not good in their Would have been fun if, if, if they would, count, would have counted as gulams. Yeah, if they counted as Gulams, then absolutely, they'd have their place. They'd have a decent role. Um, but they don't even do that anymore. So they are really no good, I would say. Yeah. Um, another bad unit that I'm kind of, I'm really sad about putting this in. It's one of my favorite units from a sort of fluff and model perspective, which is the Janissaries. I'm putting them in bad. Oh, yeah, I don't oh. know. Maybe they should be an ugly. Maybe they should be an ugly, but I've, I've, I'm here now. I've put them in bad. I'm going to commit to it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> in bad because they are, I mean, they're the kind of iconic almost, or I think they're slowly losing that pos that position to the Asawira in mm -hmm. Hack Islam, but they're like sort of the iconic Hack Islam heavy infantry. They are tough and strong and... They've got good stats across the board, BS14, Fizz14, Whip14. 
arm for BTS six, two wounds, shock immune. So classic uh, HI. They have the HMG and a Doctor two wound, which is really nice. Missile mm-hmm. launcher, all these good stuff. You know, good classic HI stuff. But they have no cube, so their Doctor on two wounds is yeah. It's only rolling on a fourteen, which is pretty low for Hack Islam. You're usually expecting 17, so it doesn't have the plus three. And then if you fail, they just go straight to death because they don't have a cube. You don't get the re-roll. No. So as much as the Doctor is kind of like, ooh, a Doctor 2 wound, that sounds really good, it's 38 points. And there's a really there's a good chance you're just going to kill your Janissary. <laughs> just stabbing them, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like on the surface they look good, and then you look a little deeper and you go, okay, they're, they're decent, they're competent. And then you think, but actually, no, this is bad. I don't want to spend 38 points on a unit that might kill my other 41-point HMG unit. Um, and on top of that, they only have a move 4-4, which is not that big a deal. But again, you look compared to any other HI, they're on 6-2 uh, at least. And you think, yeah, 4-4, they feel slow, they feel sluggish. They're kind of good, but again, there's no uh, there's no um, viz mods or anything. So BS14 is really solid, but again, you're not going to win against a serious gunfighter. Yeah. Kind of like expensive bullies, and I don't need that in my list. You know, I want my list to be effective in as many ways as possible. Um, so yeah, that's that's my bad for them. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be disproved because I love the models. I love the idea of them. But I just yeah, think you can they keep need... their team cheap by putting in Hafsas. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, you can take you know just the HMG. It's forty-one points. It's a decent gunfighter, and then obviously cheapen it up with some Hafsa. But again, you run into that same problem that QK has, which is okay. I have this one good model in this fire team, and the rest of the team just looks tough. Yeah. But actually, yeah. um, you're going to face somebody who'll go, well, I, I have to kill this fire team for whatever reason. Oh, it actually was much easier than I thought it would be. Lay a template. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought maybe I'd take one wound off these guys. Turns out I've killed two-thirds of the fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Happy days, you know. Um, so, yeah. Oh, you want to give your opponent that, that feeling of victory. It's something nice yeah. you can do as a cup of cocky player. Yeah. Like, you know, surprise, that's we suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's happened to me many times. You, you, my opponent's like, oh, God, I've got to do this thing. Oh, I'll, I'll agonize over this decision for ages, and I'm sitting there going, oh, I, I hope they, they choose to be more cautious. Please don't just charge my units, because they will die immediately. And then they go, <laughs> shit, I've just got to do it. I've got to do it. And they do it, and they go, oh, that was much easier than I thought it would be. Oh, great. I still have loads of orders left. I can go and achieve the thing that I didn't think I could do this turn. So, um, yeah. And the Janissaries kind of almost lean too hard into that, because like, okay, well, uh, if you've got a Harris of six wounds, but actually there's only four, um, it's uh, it's kind of it, it's nice. It's a nice trick, but it it doesn't really stand up to uh, to sort of hard playing, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that, and I think linked to that is the Mobile Brigada, which you can also take, which is a cool mm-hmm. unit. And the Mobile Brigada is, of course, another commonly known, iconic HI unit, uh, and is good in the ways that the uh, the uh, Janissary is not. You know, it's fast, it's got a cube, um, but it's less good BS, less good whip, 
less good VTS. Mm-hmm. And you can only take one, um, which is sort of like, why can I only take one? I, I don't understand. Maybe it would be nice if they went into, for example, a Janissary fire team uh, or any fire team, but they don't. You just take one of them. It's a bit of a strange little addition. Uh, it would be cool if you could take the, gen- the mobile regarder hacker with his tin bot into a Janissary fire team. And yeah, then you think, nice. okay, that would be really nice. You have hacker defense. They're very difficult to hack, um, but you can't. So 39 points is better spent elsewhere um, on something which, you know, is linkable or is a bit more useful in various ways. Um, again, I'm happy to be proved wrong on that if people disagree, because I think the mobile regarder is a cool unit. I think the models are really cool, but again, doesn't it just doesn't find its way into any any of my lists, and I, not many lists that I've heard other people make either. Um, it's just strange. I feel I feel a little strange picking out those two units as bad, but they just do not find their way into lists, uh, and they both of them contain just strange little weaknesses, which make them very hard to justify. Uh, well, the the hacker could be a fun addition on its own, since it brings a firewall of minus six, so. It uh, it has a uh, some survivability against other hackers. Yeah. Um, could be fun. Would have been fun if you had a multi rifle though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You you think great hacker, oh, but a combi rifle. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And again, you think okay, I want I want a good hacker, and it is a good hacker with his tin bot, but I could just take an Al Hawa, which has a is way cheaper and has camo. Uh, and starts in the halfway line. So, yeah. and it's also got better whip. So, hmm, what should I choose? To, ma- to make this one work, you have to spend orders on it, and you probably exactly. want to spend them elsewhere. Exactly, exactly. Um, and you, you know, the the Hawa comes with its own little camo. So, yeah, you can have it closer to the button you want to press. Takes less orders to do it, and then you can protect it again by putting it back in camo, so it can't be hacked. So, it, yeah. Again, it's just a, it's a, a, an unfortunate kind of anachronism in the in the faction. It doesn't quite fit yeah. um, as much as I want it to. Um, and then the the last unit that is bad, um, and again, I'm really sad about including this, but I feel sort of the pressure of my fellow QK and other players of other factions that have this unit, because I've never heard anyone have a good thing to say about it. But I really like it. It is the iguana tag. Um, yeah, poor, uh, poor, poor lad. Poor iguana tag. Yeah, you no, know, a decent tag, right? Six four move, BS fourteen, BIS sixteen, arm six, BTS six. Fine, all good. And then you come to the number under the three letters STR. Yeah, and it's a two. And you go, oh, structure two. Why does it have structure two? Oh, it has an escape system. Okay. Um, so the when you lose those two structure, the iguana explodes, and uh, a smoke template is placed down on top of the iguana, and the operator hops out. Yeah. And he is a heavy infantry, two wound, heavy machine gun guy, which you think cool. That's kind of cool, but he only has BS twelve. He only has arm three, and. One thing, a big thing that you lose when you lose the uh, iguana is the repeater, which it carries around. Yeah. So, like, I quite like the idea of this unit being used in, like, a 
If you take the guided missile kind of strategy, I want to use guided missile to kill stuff. I've got lots of hackers in my Hawar. I can have a call link, Gulam or something else to hack and do sixth sense hacking. And I have this tag, which has a repeater. Cool, I can charge it up the table, shoot stuff, flamer stuff, uh, and put it in suppressive fire. And if anyone tries to go and hack me, well, it's got a repeater. So they're going to get ARO hacked. Sounds yeah. amazing. But you lose that once you get shot. And it's only arm six, so it's definitely going to get killed by something. Um, so it's, again, a little like the heavy infantry that you have access to. It just doesn't quite fit. It sort of looks good on paper. And then, well, actually, when you start looking at the fine print, so to speak, it starts to look less good. I think two tweaks on this profile would, would save it. One that it would not explode once once it goes unconscious and your your pilot comes out so you still have a chance to repair it mm. and get back in and two if the operator was also a specialist like all the other pilots that come out of a thing yeah because then it would be fun to have a, like a two wound uh, specialist roaming around uh, yeah. getting out of its uh, uh getting out of the tag and going back in <laughs> that would be really cool i'd really like that I'd yeah. also settle for him just keeping his repeater. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, you know. yeah keep the repeater. Done. We, we, uh, probably in the, in, the, in the way of Corvus Belly, just raise it with one point and you're golden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because then it's like, okay, the, the tag has died. That's a shame, but I still have an HI yeah. with the repeater in the midfield. Yeah. You know, that's, that's useful. That's valuable. But currently, it's just a little, little under, underpowered, so to speak. I mean, it's, it still has a, a plus one damage, heavy machine gun. It still has a heavy flamethrower, plus one damage. It's still BS-14. Like, you know, it can do work, but... Um, and the model is just so cool. And the model is super cool. I mean, yeah, I, I should have mentioned that at the start because it's one of my favorite tag models in yeah. the whole game. Uh, it just looks very cool. It's got this jazzy tail. It's, like, pointing. I like the point, like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of pose. Um but no, he's pointing, saying, "Oh God, I need to look out for that thing. It's going to." Yeah, yeah because I'm only too structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are my bad units. Um, and then I would come around to one thing, one category of unit which fits into, I would say, the bad and the ugly, and maybe we can bridge between these two, which is uh, all the mid, all the uh, medium infantry, which I've already mentioned. You get to take. You can have Jambazan, Druze. Uh, Kaplans, uh, Sekban, and oh, that's it. So you get like four different types of uh, medium infantry. Uh, you can also take security chief Arslan mm -hmm. uh, as a medium infantry, and they're all like they're all really kind of good, but also not. Um, I was listening to the Drews episode that was on uh, just before we started uh, recording this yeah. uh, yesterday. And the Druze player was talking, you know, the Druze are really cool. You know, they've got this X-Visor, plus one damage on all their BS attacks. They can take viral pistols and all kinds of cool stuff. But at the end of the day, it's still a one-wound expensive guy. Um, and I don't say there's something, there's not necessarily something wrong with having one wound. Like, maybe they should still have one wound. They're not as expensive as heavy infantry. But it's just something to make them a little bit more survivable. Because particularly in Capricalchi, and I would say probably in like in Drews and other lists like that, you're really, really dependent on these units, which just can die so easily and yeah. and take up a lot of your points in in your game, in your list. 
yeah, I've, I've seen enough of these core teams just flop over because, yeah, uh, a, a direct template came around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Took and, more you know, down we, than it's worth. Yeah. I mean, you've got the Jambazans, they have the, obviously their regen. Kaplans, they have Mimitism um, and Shock Immunity, so they're kind of good. Um, I do like the Kaplans in a little, sometimes I take them in a little fire team with Wild Bill and the heavy rocket launcher and then <laughs> one other and so you've got like the long sort of medium long range and then short range good gunfighters you know it's yeah. a it, mimetism and arm two is is pretty good and then you have cover like that's it's a pretty good gunfighter but only bs12 uh and then you have wild bill of course he has marksmanship he's pretty good but he doesn't have any viz mods either apart from his marksmanship but it doesn't stop him from getting shot um, so a little, a little, a little tricky, should we say, uh, with the mid, uh, medium infantry and the things that go along with them. Yeah, yeah, you have to um, be. Uh, yeah, yeah, you want their 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 kit to work for them, but you don't want to get close to your opponent when they uh, start using direct templates. Yes, so exactly. You have exactly. to keep your distance while while playing them. You have to be really cagey with them. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, and that's I guess that's a that's that's your kind of situation with with uh, Kapokalki in general. You have to play very carefully. Yeah. Um, they can be really effective. You know, you've got some really punchy units in the Azrael and Scarface and Fiddler and a few other pieces that you know in fire teams, but you have to really be careful about picking your fights. They don't have any, although they have sneaky, tricky stuff like with the Hollow Mask. They don't have anything that really is like a big USP. They don't have a, you know, a hidden deployment missile launcher to name just one recent <laughs> development in the game. For, yeah. For, Hello, Hunun. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They don't have anything like that where you can just go, okay, this is my thing, and you have to be careful of it. You, you, my opponent, have to watch out because you never know what I'm going to spring on you at any moment. But once you've played QK against QK a few times, you can pretty much understand what they're about. Yeah. Um, and you know, work your way around the things that are going to be strong, like the Azrael. Um, but having said that, from a play perspective, my, from my own experience, they've made me a much better player because they are kind of limited. Um, they, uh, you know, they they demand that you become a careful and accurate player who knows what they're doing and knows exactly what the capabilities of the units are, um, which I quite like. Like yeah, they are a yeah. little bit of a challenge in that way. Yeah, and uh, like you said, um, we really need to get into the heads of these top players who are bringing out the nomads and the combined army, and we're like, mm. uh, do you really think you're a good player if you play an avatar and a, a lot of taiga? <laughs> you really think you're it's it's all you? Or yeah, it's just <laughs> Abs absolutely, Raymond. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I, the reason I lose all the time is not because I'm a bad player. It's because I pick intentionally a difficult faction yes you great players out there you should play the difficult factions yeah leave, see how good you really are leave your toe at home go play exactly. Kwapukalki and, Mar and, 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 uh, and the Merovingians and Druze exactly <laughs> then you prove yourself to be a good player <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> so yeah and I think that I mean that's that's my end of my bad but I think maybe the MI thing is an ugly thing like it's yeah. They're not all bad, but they're definitely a little awkward sometimes. 
um, and they require a little bit of finesse and a bit of thought. Yeah, and, and how, when you make your list, don't go in them too heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to bring units that uh, that make up their weaknesses. If you if you bring them, you have to bring your own Jan Jans and Fiddler to have your own warbands to face up against your opponent's warbands because they will make minch meat of your yes. uh, MI. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Yeah, you really uh, you you really encapsulate it well there. You have to really protect your your kind of soft middle in some yeah. respects. You've got a lot of useful and and very good. Uh, sort of flanking type units like Fiddler, like the Yan Yan, that can really, uh, they can do a lot of damage, but they also are there to protect you. Uh, and I think that's easy to forget with, with Kapu Kalki is, yeah, you want you want to run forward with Fiddler and push all the buttons and kill stuff. You want to have your Yan Yans jumping in from the side. You want your Azrael to be charging up and blasting stuff. But you have to remember, you've probably got quite a soft core fire team somewhere yeah might might well probably contain your lieutenant you've got to be a little careful and think yeah. about that um and be conscious of what what they're uh what they're bringing to your to your your fight your uh list rather for sure yeah yeah so what's what's ugly ugly um well mi thing we just called it that but i think uh i, I mentioned earlier on when we we're going through good about the hafsa i think they are a little bit ugly they're so important. They're so sort of central to the to the, the the army, but they don't really do anything. We talked about having like your sneaky uh, heavy rocket launcher guy, yeah, um, leaping out from his core fire team. But again, it's kind of like okay, that's a cool heavy rocket launcher. Uh, you know, you're getting your three shots. Maybe you're shooting against uh, another core team, hoping to catch some uh, some guys in the splash. But it's only BS-12. BS-15, if you're in a core fire team, that's nice. But again, if you're coming against some of the more sort of modern, uh, up-to-date kind of sectorials, you're going to probably encounter some mimetism. Uh, you might be encountering some you know, very high burst or whatever. And um, the Hafsa just doesn't stand up to, to that kind of thing. There's been many times I've AR-Road with my heavy rocket launcher, and he just died. Yeah. You, know? you leave you leave out like a gulam flash pulse and you think, okay, this is my little my little lure. I'm gonna get this guy to shoot at my flash pulse thinking that's gonna be an easy take. Um, and I'm gonna get him with my heavy rocket launcher. But you don't because the rocket launcher is still not that good at hitting. So some guy with his linked HMG or whatever else is just gonna make mincemeat of your half yeah. uh, rocket launcher. You mean you might get lucky with your with your arrow, and that's that's a, a valid kind of thought, right? So okay, yeah, this is this is what I can use if I really need to, and and if I get lucky, it's going to be great. But any good infinity player knows that's not how you go about sort of long term success. You might have to do it one day, and it might just work, but the reality is it's probably not going to uh, more often than not, um, and that's kind of a hard. I, Certainly when I was a new player coming into the game, and I guess I am still relatively new in the game, it was quite a hard sort of reality of Infinity to come up against, which is, yeah, I want my cinematic moment, right? The, the moment that this game mm -hmm. is kind of built to create. I want my guy to get that lucky shot and do the amazing thing. But also it's, it's sort of strangely realistic in that the good stuff usually wins and the less good stuff usually dies. 
just like in real life. And uh, yeah, and the Hafsa falls into that category of kind of, it's pretty good, um, but it's not quite what you need. Um, and again, like I said before, it'd be great if it had some kind of command skill just to just to boost it and to make you know make the whole faction a bit stronger through this very important yeah. unit. Well, I would still not count it out because it also has an assault pistol, and in a lot of games that I have, this combination of the heavy record launcher assault pistol that people think they could close the gap uh, with the heavy rocket launcher, and then all of a sudden get four shots in an, uh, in an active uh, round uh, across the face. Mm. Or, That's uh, true. So uh, that can be scary. Uh, the the forward observer, I am happy that he has a deployable repeater. Um, yeah. Because that's fun. All of a sudden, He's there's nice. this. Uh, all of a sudden, there's a, a repeater you didn't see on the on the profile, uh, yeah. being laid somewhere. And if you have uh, uh, one of your hackers in the di uh, in the distance, uh, making good use of it. Mm. So yeah. it would be fun to have Hafsas with more deployable stuff that they are and they're hidden and they bring hidden stuff, uh, yeah. which your opponent doesn't expect. Yeah, some mines might be nice. Yeah. Um, even if they were like slightly weird mines, like if you had cyber mines or something uh, yeah. a little odd, like just bringing, because they are so central, it, they, I feel like they could just just bring a little bit more to give you that extra added flexibility. Um, yeah, the, the, the deployable repeater guy, the forward observer, he does find his way into a lot of my fire teams precisely yeah. for that reason you're talking about. It's nice to be able to drop a repeater um, unexpectedly. Yeah. They can do with it a bit more profile, so there, even when your opponent still thinks that, oh, well, I see a full core of Jambazon, he will not bring five Jambazon, but it's still, but what kind of Hafsa is he bringing? That mm -hmm. would be the next second layer of of uh, of things that they would, would try out, and if they would have deployable stuff, uh, strategies, counterintelligence that they. Yeah, they, they can even uh, in their in their obvious state that they're not what they pretend to be still have, but what will it be? Mm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They they uh, they do have that added added edge, as you say. Once you get to know QK, you can go, okay, there are halves here, but which one is which, and what does what? Um, yeah, they just they just need a little a little something extra. That's that's my only real um, sort of criticism, so to speak. Yeah. There's a there's there's a lot going on there, but it's a little bit a little bit vanillary, I guess. Make this, um, this this yeah, make this mind game bigger for QK. Yeah, absolutely. And because the mind game is such a central like part of the identity of the faction, I think it does need to be more. Or you know, if you maybe you have the Hafsa that has hollow mask, and you have another type of unit that has hollow mask as well. We haven't really touched on some of the other stuff. Like there's the Bashi Bazook has hollow yeah. mask as well. But that's a really different type of unit. Um, it's I've, I've not even included it in my sort of good, bad, and ugly list. It's a it's a solid unit. Um, does what it sort of says on the tin. But that again, you, you're taking that hollow mask thing, and it's not quite getting you the value of say camo, for example. And there's plenty of factions that have camo as like a central part of their identity. And as far as I'm concerned, they they usually are bringing more value for that camo. Yeah. Um, yeah, you probably can guess what's under the camera marker, but it's still under a camera marker, and there's not a lot you can do about that. Um, whereas the hollow mask is, it's cool. It just needs needs more, needs more punch. I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I agree. 
Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Um, we can go into some more of the units, uh, but in terms of the call outs, the key pieces, I think mm -hmm. they're really good. Yeah. Um, uh, or bad <laughs> or ugly, <laughs> so, such as it is. Um, I call that the Beast Hunter before, a nice little addition. They, one thing that Kapukalki has received over the time has been character pieces yeah. uh, and, and new stuff. So whenever there's new stuff released, like the Beast Hunter through Tagraid, uh, like Fiddler, um, they get Mayla added Sharif, in. Ruhani. Yeah, Sharif, yeah. Ruhani, exactly. You've got these nice little additions that sort of add to the flexible fire team uh, character yeah. of, the, of the force. Um, so they're kind of nice. Uh, I mean, Layla is nice in a core fire team. She brings a you know a useful gun, and she's obviously this killer hacker. Yeah. She counts as a Gulam, so that's nice. Um, and Ruhani is a really nice doctor, quite cheap very good doctor to throw into a fire team if you need it like if you again having a, a harris team that's pushing up maybe you want to take ruhani instead of uh instead of a sec ban it doesn't bring yeah, you the and, and 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 sherry and uh, ruhani are two of the mainstays that will probably go with that uh asriel yes fight. absolutely either, either to keep him alive or either to fight off high hackers exactly um, exactly they're, they're both really useful pieces uh, i have i didn't included them in 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 the good category, I don't feel like they stand out so much. Um, they are very, both very useful. Like Rouhani's one of the best doctors in the game. Whip 15 plus three doctor. You know, he's he's picking your guy up pretty much all the time. Um, but that's that's kind of his whole thing. And it's yeah. it's cool. It's useful. It's very useful. But do, but Hack Islam does not lack for doctors. I could also take. You know, uh, a Sekban doctor who's slightly less good, but is better on the defense. Uh, you know, yeah. I can do other things. So I, I try to sort of shy away from including every single unit in, in the list yeah, uh, yeah, of these good yeah. and bad things. I want um, to also mention the Rafik yes. for ITS 14. Now with yes. his tactical awareness and marksmanship and being a Red Fury. Yes. FDL yeah, one. this is. Uh, <laughs> I debated whether to include him in the good um list he definitely belongs there right now but of course it's an ITS thing that's giving him that extra yeah. bump um but yeah I mean it's only BS11 but with the marksmanship on a red fury really really nice a yeah. really nice piece um and if you want to we're talking about teaming things up with the Azrael you can send them along yeah uh, as, a, as a repeater defense it's not quite as good as having um having Layla there but it's it's good enough and uh yeah well i, really I, I find it funny to use him as real and Layla, because the repeater can be used to move forward get into repeater range but leave Layla out of it mm. and still be able to hack through uh uh the repeater that you're yeah. moving yeah 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 I, I had the same thought as well um yeah. i i just my in my kind of Thinking on it was having Layla in a Gulam fire team, so then she can get sixth sense as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, it's a really the Rafik is adding a lot into your lists. Um, it's a, re a really nice little um, addition at the best of times. You know, even outside of this current ITS season, it's a nice little unit. Um, you know, it actually in all Hakistan uh, factions, yeah. you know, if you can just take along a Red Fury, it's. A pretty low sort of opportunity cost it's low swc and low points it's not especially tough but can do an awful lot of stuff yeah um 
And I think things like the sensibility. And the rifle light shotgun one for 14 points on its yeah. own is also uh, yeah, a steal absolutely. for what it can do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, again, not super tough, but with sensor and that, and that that particular loadout, you just run it into the midfield, sensor all the camo and hidden deployment you like. Yeah, it might get shot, but it, it's got a good chance of shooting back. Still has the repeater. Um, yeah, I have a lot of time for the Rafik. Um, it's a very, very useful piece. Uh, even more so, I'd say, than other sensor bots of a similar type in other factions. Like, not a lot get a really nice gun like the Red Fury to just no. tote around. Nor a, a light shotgun, uh, a rifle combination. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's me done on this All right. topic. Any, any, any final thoughts you can add? Yeah, I would say, I would recommend anyone to give Capricalque a try. Um, I think their background and fluff is really cool and fun if you like that kind of thing. Uh, there's a lot of good good stuff. Actually, give a little source for, for their data-sphere.net. Datasphere.net mm. has a really nice entry on Capricalque that really goes into all of their like, background and stuff and if you like that kind of thing, it's a really fun read. Um, but beyond that, in a, from a gameplay perspective, um, it's a really good, I would say, fun challenge to get get good, to get yeah. good with Capricalki. It's made me a much better player. Um, and yeah, it will really test you as a player. If you if you feel like you're getting good and you, you understand a faction, you understand whatever you're doing, and you want an extra challenge, like Capricalki is where it's at. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you can win with them and win well and consistently, then I would say you are a very good player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not to say they're impossible to win with. I think I've won, won enough games with them to, to satisfy myself. Um, but uh, yeah, that's where the, the fun is. I was talking with a, a, another Capricalki player, uh, a guy on the Infinity Discord. Uh, his handle is Anaxandridas. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked a lot about Capricalki. He's played it a lot longer than I have. Um, but we came to the conclusion that, unlike a lot of other factions and sectorials, Capricalki is not a solved faction. No. There's so many ways to play them, and none of them quite cover all the bases. You, know, you can go heavy with your MSV, Jambazan guys, but then you're probably going to miss out on some other areas. You can go with actually you could take a couple of tags if you really want to but that's definitely going to make you miss out on some other areas yeah um you're really you've got some really key pieces but uh, everything else around those key pieces can be really moved around and changed um they kind of favor if you if you know the mission you're going to play before you play it you know if you're not playing tournament play i think they'd be really they are really fun to take because you can really tailor your list into some specific area yeah uh, they are a challenge, though, in, in tournament play, where you, maybe you, you have a, li a list of missions which are really varied and diverse, and it's kind of hard to have one or two lists that cover all those options. Um, but yeah, they are not. If you, if you like the, the, the challenge of list building and of working out how a faction plays on the table and how your kind of list theory craft like, meets reality, QK is a really good, uh, good place to play for that kind of challenge. Yeah, for sure, and I hope yeah at, uh, that Corvus Belly will give them some love in the future. Because uh, yeah, I like the story of Kwapokalki, uh, and I see them as an essential part of uh, Hakislam. And 
to give uh, yeah to, to see some new models for uh, already existing units that uh, have have such a cool backstory and way of play. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's one thing. You know, I, I don't know if any, anyone at uh, Corvus Belly listens, but to this uh, podcast, I hope they do. Uh, I think they'd get a lot of value out of it. But just guys, if you're listening, please just give us the Hunzakut, the Kumbiker, and the Monstrucker. That would be really easy, simple. Don't do anything else. Just give us those units. And then Capo uh, Kalki would be cool. I'd be happy. You don't yeah, have to do yeah, anything yeah. else. Thanks, you, may, you, may, you make do for a bit of that. We always were expecting the Kanat uh, sectorial. And we know yeah. we, you have enough sectorials already. So we don't need yeah. the Kanat uh, sectorial. We just need those Kumbikers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone would say that, right? Everyone wants Kumbikers. But I think it would be really cool in Capo Kalki. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my final thought. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Thomas, for 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 coming on. It was a real pleasure. Thank you, Raymond. Yeah, very enjoyable. Any 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 shout outs you like to do? Uh, yeah, I will give another shout out to Thomas uh, Helminan and yeah. the whole uh, Stockholm uh, sort of Meta crew, uh, Eric and Niklas, and everybody else. Like. Um, they're a really nice bunch. If anyone, any listeners ever find themselves in the Stockholm area, get in touch, uh, and we will be definitely about to organize you a match sometime. Awesome, uh, awesome. Yeah. So that's about it. Okay, cool. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. And listeners, uh, thanks for tuning in. And I will see you all next time.